0: Please join me in the prayer of illumination. O Lord, your word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Give us grace to receive your truth in faith and love, and strength to follow on the path you set before us, through Jesus Christ, amen our scripture today is from Psalm 48 and we're going to I'm going to read verses 1 through 11 great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God his holy mountain beautiful in elevation is the joy of all the earth Mount Zion in the far north the city of the great King within its citadels God has shown himself a sure defense then the kings assembled they came on together as soon as they saw it they were astounded they were in panic they took to flight trembling took hold of them There, pains as of a woman in labor As when an east wind shatters the ships of Tarshish as we have heard so have we seen in the city of the Lord of hosts in the city of our God which God establishes forever we ponder your steadfast love O God in the midst of your temple Your name, O God, like your praise, reaches to the ends of the earth. Your right hand is filled with victory. Let Mount Zion be glad. Let the towns of Judah rejoice because of your judgments. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to
1: God. Thank you so much, Faye. I have actually uh, I had a great conversation with Seth about the fact that you've been talking about different parts of creation and and just sitting back and enjoying some of those gifts. Well, this week I, as I as I read the scripture that um, that we're looking at today, the Old Testament uh, scripture in Micah, I started thinking about adventures especially about adventure stories. Stories that I loved as a child. Stories that I bet you loved as a child. So I want you to think about that um, as, as I spend some time here talking to you this morning. One of my favorite um, adventure stories was actually one that featured a character named Janice. Now that was a great thing because it's, I have a terribly boring name And nobody ever wrote about Janice's. They wrote about all kinds of other people, but this was the first and only book I've ever read that had a character named Janice. Well, and the book itself was called Janice in Tomorrowland. It's the only book from the library that I really wanted to steal when I was a child, because it was just like, this is great. And in this book, this character, Janice, met a mysterious man. And this man lived in the apartment below her family and he had a he had a stained glass window when she'd go down the fire escape and look he had this beautiful stained glass window of a scene actually from Alice in Wonderland so of course she was intrigued by this well at first she was a little afraid of him and she didn't really trust him but he was so kind and he had these wonderful beautiful eyes and he had an amazing smile and eventually she became friends with the man that she called the man with the wishful eyes. Her new friend introduced her to many adventures and that sometimes those adventures were funny, sometimes those adventures were exciting, in fact they were almost always exciting, sometimes they were even scary. But every, after every adventure Janice learned something about how to live and how to live more fully. And as I thought about that book and actually looked back at it this week, as I finally did buy myself a copy, um, I realized that all of those things are part of an adventure. Well, when I was a child I didn't know how important adventures were, but then I too met a kind yet mysterious man and I was introduced to adventures that I'd never even dreamed of the adventures of a life of a follower of Jesus well we're going to talk about the adventures that we have all been invited into adventures that take place on mountaintops in the company of all who follow the most high God so let's pray and then we're going to jump into today's adventure Lord God, again, thank you for inviting us into your adventures. Thank you for the things that you have created for us um, and the things that you have called us to that help us grow and live life more fully. Today, as, as we look at scripture, reveal something new and fresh of yourself to us. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, here's the invitation that we have today. It's one that we find in Micah chapter 4. In the last days, the mountain of the Lord's temple will be established as chief among the mountains. It will be raised above the hills and peoples will stream to it. Many nations will come and say, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. God will teach us the way so that we may walk in the path. The law will go out from Zion, the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. God will judge between many peoples and will settle disputes for strong nations far and wide, and they will beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will not take up sword against nation, nor will they train for war anymore. Everyone will sit under their own vine and under their own fig tree, and no one will make them afraid, for the Lord Almighty has spoken. All the nations may walk in the name of their gods. We will walk in the name of the Lord our God forever and ever. Amen. The word of the Lord. Well, That's the invitation. Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord. Now that's an invitation. Let us go up. When I first read this in preparation for today, I started thinking about all the things that have happened when I've been in a group climbing up a trail toward the top of the mountain. I grew up around here, so we spent a lot of time walking on hills and mountains and going to visit uh, different places. And I even used to lead middle and high school kids on this type of adventure. Well, that was an adventure for me. The first thing that I thought of when I thought about those trips was the amount of whining and complaining that happened along the way. Now, yeah, some of it was from the kids. (laughs) A lot of it was from us uh, who were leading the trip. But at least I kept mine in my head, at least most of the time. I tried not to whine out loud. But I knew one thing that kept us going as adults is that I knew that when we got to the top of wherever it was we were going, the view would be worth the effort. All of that fatigue would drop away in our minds and we would be thrilled by what we could see. One of my most vivid memories is of taking, uh, taking groups up Mount Constitution. If you've ever walked that trail from Cascade Lake, it's pretty steep. <laughs> and there's a lot of opportunity for whining along the way. But interestingly enough, there are also a couple places that are absolutely tempting to stop in. There's there are at least one lake that I remember we spent, always spent a little time uh, there. And it kind of tempts you to stop. It's like, this is far enough. We've had enough fun, and now let's go downhill. But the deal is, is that there's still a lot more to climb to reach your goal. And if you stop at the lake, you never get up to see you know, just the entire um, San Juan Island group is in front of you and enjoy that. So you don't want to stop at the lake. And, and have that be the end of your trip. Well, adventures are like that, especially when you go up into the mountains. The views are spectacular. The air is crisp and clean. And no matter when you go, whether it's spring or fall or winter, or whatever. no matter when it is, there's something amazing that is presented in front of you. There's nothing more fun than being on top of Mount Baker in the middle of the snow again you can see forever on those on those cold clear days and it's a view that just takes your breath away the deal is if you go up there there are these amazing gifts of sight and sound and smell and they're yours to enjoy, yours to take in but getting there <laughs> getting there, <laughs> you're walking up that getting there is sometimes an exhausting experience. The way it gets steeper and rougher um, at, at least that's what it feels like but the steeper and, and, and rough, more rough that it is, the better the rewards usually are because you're in a place that not very many people go. Well I think it's that last thought that brought me to wonder about why scripture is always asking us to go up into the mountains. Again, those of us who live here, we know those costs, that cost of climbing. It's physically and emotionally exhausting. But it pays for that amazing and truly remarkable adventure that you're in. The sweat and the muscle aches are frequent companions. But again, who among us would say that it's not worth the effort once you get there? That's got to be why God so often invites us on mountaintop adventures, is that God knows what's up there waiting for us, what we grow into, what we learn, what happens to us as we take on that challenge. The very first time I remember thinking about mountaintop adventures was actually the first time that I read um, C.S. Lewis's book, The Voyage of the Dawn Treader. And there's a scene in it, um, and <laughs> if you know that book, you know that the Dawn Treader's is actually a ship. And so you might be thinking, how in the world is she going to get this to the mountaintop? But I will. <laughs> Trust me. Um, Lucy, one of the characters, uh, was sitting on the deck of the ship. And, she, and as they were in the last sea, she saw some sea people. And they were up uh, enjoying the warm heights, and she couldn't figure out. She puzzled about why they were at the height close to surface as opposed to in the valleys. And um, later on, the characters then talked about that experience. And she realized that it's our valleys as, as land people. Our valleys are our safer places. They're warmer. They're usually less. They're usually less things like uh, wild beasts and um, a more hospitable terrain. It's it's easier to get around in our valleys, but on our mountains, that's where we go for adventures, and that's where a lot of adventures in happen in our stories. The stories that we share together. People going up into the hills is often the beginning of challenges and often the beginning of delights that are not found in the lowlands. So then I had to take the next step and I said to myself, so why does God invite us to climb up into those heights when we could be safer and have an easier time if we stay in the valleys? Well, one thing that I thought of is many people would say, well, we have to go up because God dwells in heaven and we want to get up closer to God, and I feel closer to God on a mountain. Well, I have to smile because my challenged places, my wild and my close place is really on the ocean. But I think it's that untamed nature that beckons us. And maybe we have a sense of God being up there somewhere above us. And so we feel closer when we go up a mountain. But I, don't, I decided that's probably not why God invites us to the mountains. Because as a friend reminded me, it's on the journey itself. Right next to us. As close as our very breath, where we actually find God. We are not alone in that climb. But still, I think we have this picture of somehow God being above. And so maybe being uh, on a mountain gets you a little closer. But I started thinking about some other things that I think we find when we um, embark on a difficult adventure. Perhaps God has invited us to the mountains because it is indeed there where we find the adventure that we're supposed to be living. We learn on the journey. We're challenged. We grow in our knowledge of who God is and we have opportunities to make choices. Is it this path or this path? Which, which way do we go? Sometimes we find we've been on the wrong path. Uh, many times it feels like to me, I've been out in the woods. It's like, oh, let's go here. And that path dwindles out and it's really not one that has it doesn't lead me up to the top of the mountain. It leads me um, into some place that isn't even marked. And so I have to learn how to make different choices and, and figure out uh, circumstances. We find that we learn a great deal as we respond to the paths that we are on and, and maybe make a different choice next time. It's a learning experience. Perhaps also God has invited people upward so that we can get to places of rest. And that's when I thought of that lake. We've had, it's about, I think it's about halfway up um, Mount Constitution is that first little lake that you come to and we need to stop sometimes. We've been on a very difficult upward climb this last year and a half as an entire world And I don't know about you, but many, many of us have needed some rest, a place to rest. It's not that we can't finish the climb, but we just needed some rest. And I think that's another one of those reasons why taking the risk on the adventure, the upward climb, is worthwhile. Because we learn to take in the joy of the moment and recognize those places, those gifts that God gives us to rest in. We learn to appreciate the small places. We learn to appreciate the, the place that we can have a deep breath. The, and I, I, again, in my mind, I see a perfectly placed stump where I can sit down <laughs> and I can eat my lunch and I can gather my strength to go on. I remind myself, too, that life is full of those small rest stops in this last year. As I said, I've really felt the need of them. But they are places that are on on the way to the top of the mountain. And I know that sometimes I forget to stop and enjoy them. They're places we gather strength to go on. We exercise our gifts in those places when we are um, slowed down on our journey we encourage those around us who are also heading up the mountain keep going you know it's not that much further up to this lake or whatever we look at those small places of beauty and sometimes we don't understand their place in the scheme of the climb if we ignore them or if we say they don't really matter we do that to our peril because we need those breaks in order to continue the climb we're still called to the top of the mountain, but we might very well need a break, and we find that in these places. Life is an adventure, and following Christ is the greatest of adventures. Now I find that most people don't look at this life as being very adventuresome, and people who are outside the life of Christ, outside of the body of Christ, they really don't think it's an adventure. But I gotta tell you, I think it's amazing. It's hard for us to remember that sometimes. Especially in the middle of the climb, we hope and we pray for a break. I can't tell you how many times this last year and a half that I've said, I wish I could just have a boring day. I'm just longing for a boring day. That's that place of rest that I needed. We want our way to be gentle and without the challenges of a rigorous climb. But that's not how we get to the results that we actually see Micah talking about. At the very end of that passage, there's this amazing group of things that happen when people are gathered together on the top of the mountain. This is what God has for the people who journey upward. Micah says that there is justice with with disputes that are settled all over the world. There's a turn from war, a turn from war when people, when people change from that mindset to a place where they're feeding the people. Those, those uh, uh, instruments of war are turned into plowshares. That's one of the gifts for, from people who live and are working toward the, to- the top of the mountain. Michael also says that all will rest between uh, beneath their own orchards. I love that. That there is a place where we get to grow our own things. Underneath our own vine and fig tree we get to rest. And then there is the promise of living without fear because God's people are walking with God forever well when jesus promised that we would never be alone but that we would always be accompanied on the path i admit i believe that God is, uh, uh... jesus is certainly a man who is a magnificent mystery at times but no matter how steep the climb or rocky the path we are not alone again i love that and as i read that i recognize that there is a challenge in that as well, because we are called to the top of the mountain. My challenge to you is that you not be afraid to take that high road, the high road to the mountaintop. Enjoy the journey. Take those rest breaks as they come and linger as long as you need to to build strength for the next leg of the journey. Take those moments in time to exercise your gifts Listen for the breath of God to speak to you in the high places and feel the presence of God in the silence. You are there in that adventure at the invitation of Almighty God. Micah says, other nations may walk in the name of their gods. We will walk in the name of the Lord our God forever and ever be afraid to go to the mountaintop. Let's pray together. Lord God, this is really a remarkable picture that you have given us. You have called all of your people, everyone, everywhere, to join you on the mountaintop. As we face our own walks, I pray that you will um, strengthen us. Give us the courage and then give us the reassurance that you are with us as close as our breath. We love you. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.